Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good evening. Hello. Adam, this is your first Man of the Post podcast as a married man. I feel completely different. It's all... <laughs> Life-changing, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know where to put my hands. <laughs> uh, I'm just shifting nervously. I don't know what's the point anymore. <laughs> it, was, it was a lovely ceremony. It was a nice wedding. It was a fun, it was a fun break. And uh, now back to reality of Premier League football. The harrowing reality. <laughs> <laughs> the important been stuff. Quite a week, hasn't it? It has been qu- very much quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on to Everton and their week in a second. Colin, how, how, you, how you been? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, plodding along. Plodding along. Nothing, uh, haven't been involved in any fights or anything like that recently, so quite boring, really. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's, let's, start, let's start with Everton. Let's start with um, Thursday night first. Um, oh right, okay. Yeah, uh, Ashley Williams has had a, a fun week. <laughs> a fun week. Yeah, it's been interesting. Now, what did do you think he should have been red carded for that push on the keeper? Um, Personally, I different. don't. Probably not. No, it was a yellow. Fair enough. Blandly pushed the keeper. Wasn't trying to win the ball. That's fine. It was just out of nowhere. Yeah, like he shouldn't be doing shit like that. No, not at all. And then. What followed? The Everton fan with the, the child in his hands swinging, yeah. coming in, windmilling. That's not a good look for anyone. Doesn't no, I, he, he's been banned for life. I want to know if the child's been banned as well. Yeah, because that's harsh. He was <laughs> he was not involved in this. Sure, he's been carried against his will into that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Ashley Williams scored, obviously, straight after. Yeah, because that's how football works. Yeah. Didn't really celebrate too much either. I would have properly stood right. You'd have been going for it, would you? Yeah, I would have cantonized him. Just jump straight in there. <laughs> Take another book in, get out of it. <clears throat> um, it did result in a, a loss at the end with a, is it a Bertrand Troyore, little cheeky back heel with deflection past Pickford. Yeah, him of Ch- him of Chelsea, ex Chelsea fame. Yeah, one of the famous Chelsea loanies. He's. It's not been a good week for Koeman. Um He's under immense pressure, isn't he, Colin? We saw we, we just talked before we started there. He's he's, he's now the favourite to go next in the Premier League, one to four years, um, which is even shorter odds than Bilic, incredibly. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's not not in a lonely position, is he? There's a, <laughs> a couple of other guys with him, but <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm... I mean, well, I, th- I think Adam's got to answer this really. I mean. Because I, I remember, if we go back a couple of year, a year or so, you know, I remember Mark from the Extra Time podcast. Mm. Adam, obviously, you on this podcast. One of you was vehemently 
in defence of Martinez. The other wanted him out, and it. I, 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 the, the thing I said to Ross before we started is one. Has are Everton going to get relegated? Yes or no? And if you think they possibly could, then that has a major bearing on which manager you go for. I mean, we're currently 18th. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert for what happens later. <laughs> but I, I, that, that is, I don't, that doesn't seem to be a, a true position to me. I know it's it's all obviously results based and it's not been great, but they're a better team than 18th. Like West Ham are above them, Leicester are above them, West Brom. I don't think they're going to be in a relegation fight. I don't think they should be looking at the Allardyces, at the those those kind of managers in this. Situation. Oh, absolutely no! I completely agree with you. Because that that like Colin says, that's a clear indication of right. This is what we need this season. It's not a plan for the future. I would be seriously targeting someone, Sean Dyche, Eddie Howe, someone like that who have established themselves as Premier League managers and are looking for the next step up. This is definitely still a step up from both of those clubs. I think I think Sean Dyche, it's a step up for Sean Dyche, but I'm not sure whether, if you look at that, the, the sort of the football he plays and, the, and his style, whether mm. you think look at that and think, oh, can, can he sort of, one, can he come into Everton and be an, an immediate success? Yeah. I would say probably not. And two, is it sort of like where does that style of football take you to? Because it's, I think he plays quite very organised defensive football, mm. very successfully. But is I, I almost feel like it, that Everton would be a step too far already. Maybe he prove, he could prove me wrong. I'm not really. I think that. You want someone who's more like Howe, who does it in a proactive, forward-thinking manner. Mm. I said to call him Marco Silva would be a, a, a good possibility. Obviously, he's at Watford. He's my he's my favourite. Yeah, he's the one I would want. Twenty-two to one, so it's not out of the realm of possibility that he could easily take that job. It's still it's still a bigger job than Watford is. No disrespect to Watford fans and their position in the league. It's that again. That seems like a false position. They've done well, but they're not going to realistically finish in the top four, top five. Everton's a bigger, bigger job, a bigger club with more backing. It's it would be a step up for him, and he almost kept Hull up last season, and they were a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some interesting names in this mix. Rafa's in there at ten to one. I'd love that just for the Liverpool fans' rage. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also look Carlo, Carlo Ancelotti eight to one. Thomas Tuchel twelve to one. But then also David Moyes is lingering at seven to one. The spectre at the party. The I mean, ones. it's a it's an inconsistent list, isn't it? It is. It's a less glamorous list though than the next manager for Leicester. Their current, their betting table is completely all over the place. There's people like um, uh, Nag, Nag, is it Nangle's man? He's in there, but so is Tim Sherwood. <laughs> it could literally be anyone for Leicester. I think Everton have got a more defined role of what they want for a manager next. I mean, just a point from me, Adam. Is Cooman going to go? Is it a case of when, not if? And if so, if if you are going to give him a bit more time, he's got some banana skins in fixtures, isn't he? Because I think next you've got Chelsea in the uh, Carabao Cup. Then you've got Leicester. 
yeah. we're obviously sort of maybe turning things around. We don't know. Then you've got Leon away in the Europa League. And then then you've got Watford, Crystal Palace. I mean, not easy games. No. No. No, they're not. But they're not the they're not the um, the Tottenham United City Chelsea run that we had at the beginning of the season. So I would say that actually any manager who's coming in now has got a relative layup. Um, if Cumin stays, this is the kind of, he'd probably want teams like City and Chelsea and Tottenham to play now because you kind of you kind of you're you're resolved with your responsibility in those games to a certain extent, like they're obviously massive favourites to win. Everton should be favourites to win games against Palace and Leicester and Watford. It's to, more to, pressure. To answer Colin's original first question, I think it's a case of when, not if. Yeah. Yeah, he's one to I four. Think, the bookies don't tend to get that too wrong very often. I think I think he's he has lost the fan base. Mm. Yeah, they were Which is a, booed quite uh, a heavy, heavily booed on Thursday, and I've not, I didn't see the full time of this game, but I'm assuming it was pretty much the same today. It was indeed, yeah, uh, of the fans that were even left. Yeah, but and, it, and it as a club, five two to Arsenal, didn't it? We should say. And and as a club, remember, Adam. Sometimes a club has to act quick and be decisive, strike while the iron is hot. Because I mean, you've already missed out on Roy Hodgson. I mean, <laughs> that was a little joke. <laughs> Would you consider Pardew? Yes, every day. Yes. Ross doesn't. It's, a, speak it's a serious question. It's a serious question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then absolutely no. We're too close okay, to January then. to consider Pardew. He needs to be in May time. He's got a good seven, seven or eight months before January arrives. We take his foot off the gas. Everyone can't afford to take their foot off the gas now. But he normally does it in calendar years, Ross, so it might be a good calendar oh, year. Yeah. It'd be fine for this time next year, and then it's time to seriously look at a, a proper replacement. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, today's game really took the uh, open the scoring. All looking peachy for Everton. And then uh, Monreal, Ozil, Lacazette, Ramsey, uh, Omar Niassi scored a, a late consolation goal before Sanchez scored again. The Sanchez goal summed that inside game up for me. There were six defenders around him as he just. Oh, the defending in this game was diabolical. Yeah. By both teams. Uh, both yeah. teams. Yeah. I mean, the, the defending for the uh, Nias goal at the end. <laughs> that wasn't defending. What was Czech doing? Czech was just, <laughs> just having a look around the stadium, <laughs> making sure his boots were clean. Oh, there's a, there's yeah. a striker in my face. Oh, crap. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and the... Um... And when you watch the lack of defending from Arsenal's midfield, when they give the ball away, yeah, um, sort of thirty yards out, the <laughs> ball falls. The ball falls to Rooney, um, uh, and an Everton player runs beyond Monre- um runs beyond Matazaka. He can't decide whether to to close to close Rooney down or go with the runner. R- Rooney might not run fast, but if you give him time and space from twenty yards, mm. twenty five yards out, he's going to punish you. <laughs> I mean, that's it's almost perfect that against Arsenal, what, almost twenty years to the day since he did it on his debut, on his debut, but in his first not, proper. Not twenty. He's not thirty-six. I think it's fifteen years. Oh, isn't fifteen it? years. Sorry, yeah. or sixteen. I think he's about to turn thirty-two. Hmm. Yeah, nice but, kind but of still, end of his career almost. Yeah. Just could I? Just, I mean, I, you might have a giggle at me here. Could I just say a few positives for Arsenal? Yeah. 
I mean, they're much derided. Everybody seems to, Defenger seems to be everybody's favourite person to kick. Mm. But they are fifth, and they've got as many points as Chelsea, who are the league champions. They're just doing they aren't that do, bad. Aren't they? I will point out, though, that they've scored five goals away from home this season. <laughs> Not including today, or actually just today? Including today. today. Oh, wow. Yeah, all today. Like, all of them. Oh. Wow, okay. I believe they've now scored five in five. <laughs> Looks better than nonning four, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean, though? It's, it's And again, this is something that um, maybe would have affected Koeman, but just before we're having this, uh, this podcast, I was chatting to Ross about, obviously, we'll come on to the Huddersfield Town Manchester United result. Mm. But if that had have been replaced Mourinho with Wenger or Kuman, the grief that they, both of those would have got would have been much more than Mourinho is currently getting. Yeah. And I don't know if that's fair. Um, I don't think it is, but I think Mourinho puts so much shit out there throughout the week that the kind of the result of his game at the weekend is irrelevant to the media. They're going to just talk about him regardless. It doesn't matter, like what you said, he uh, had to go at players whinging and stuff this week and stop crying about injuries and stuff. It just deflects. He's just the master of deflection. There's also the difference, not the fact that that was their first loss of the season hmm. after nine games. That's got to play a factor. Yeah, they've been all right, haven't they, so far? <laughs> what are they second? Uh, let's move on to them then. Let's talk about the game. They finished two one to Huddersfield. I'm I'm hugely conflicted by this. I don't know what to think. <laughs> I can't believe Huddersfield are winning games in the Premier League, and I can't believe they're beating Man United. Yorkshire, Yorkshire, Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah. I think deep down, Ross, you'd have preferred a Man United victory, wouldn't you? I would. Because you kind of made you kind of made your peace with that. That's just something that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're never going to be a rival to them again in terms of stature. Huddersfield shouldn't be in the fucking Premier League. It's Huddersfield, <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> they were singing about Leeds for the entire game in this game. Like, what? You enjoy your Premier League run. Don't worry about us. <laughs> Let us sing about you. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, they won. 2-1 it finished, and they're in 11th place at the minute. They've been going slightly hullish after their first couple of games this season they've kind of this is their first goal in seven games wasn't it I think Did you, were you there thinking it's on it's happening yeah I was well happy with the way the season was going <laughs> that's why I haven't podcasted for a while I didn't want to jinx it just in case it's happened <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah Man United dominated Man United were poor though they were error prone yes they had 80% uh, possession in this game yeah just <laughs> too many mistakes um, Lindorf hasn't quite developed into a, a Premier League centre half yet. It's not no. to say that he might not, but just needs a bit of time. I think that I've seen a lot of Man United fans on Twitter pointing out to um, to players like Patrice Evra and Nemanja Vidic. You know, like, <laughs> not everyone rocks up and is world class from the beginning. <laughs> no, exactly. Someone take but a while. He did cost Man United. It, and but that's not to say that it was just on him. There was um, some clips on match of the day where the, you were seeing sort of um, 
breaks from Huddersfield where they were going from one end of the pitch to the other. And Man United were making like six, seven errors. Yeah. In the whole thing, where he had opportunities to stop it, to be able to bit more defensively solid. I think Mourinho would be very unhappy about this, the manner of this defeat. Well, yeah, after two games where they really didn't need to park the bus, they should have parked the bus in this game, and kind of this wouldn't have happened. Like, I mean, Lindelof came off the bench what, three or four minutes before Aaron Moy scored the first, so it must be hard for a centre-back to come on quite early in the game. You're not really mentally prepared for that, I don't imagine. No, you're probably a little bit cold now. Yeah, you're not expecting to be called on in the 20th minute of a game. Um, yeah, fair play, Huddersfield. You're proving me wrong, unfortunately. They're already two points was... above their um, over-under I gave them for the season. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also another little bit of a um, of breakdown in um, in Man United's attacking play because, again, for the second Premier League game in a row, um, and you can include in that the um, the midweek game against Benfica, yeah. um, Lukaku is looking very isolated up front. Yeah, I see a lot of people moan about this. A lot of people moan about this with Leeds last season and Chris Wood. It, there's only so, if you're playing with a central striker and he's on his own, and you've got five midfielders. There's only so much that striker can do to get that ball. He has he has to rely on other people to get him that ball. But why why can't he have Martial and Rashford either side of him? Because that's Mourinho pretty awesome. They have to play as defensive wingers almost. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I hate to go back to like the old Fergie days, but since he left, before that, everybody was scared of Manchester United. Yeah. Right. Now, Manchester United are always, always open to the counter attack. If teams go at them, they don't even have to be very good. They shit themselves, mm. right? And they've done it this time. And is it just me who sees a quite a bit of similarity between the way Huddersfield Town are currently playing and the way Leicester played. Quick on a counter-attack, bang. I mean, if, if Huddersfield in the January transfer window could get a quick striker, mm. you know, not necessarily a great one, you know, they, they don't mind playing the long ball, they, they could create havoc. Yeah, they've got their tactics spot on and there's a reason David Wagner's being linked to Everton, he's being linked to Leicester, he's being linked to all the kind of bigger jobs so yeah he's obviously got his tactics he does He does look like a good coach yes I mean, he comes through with what he was Klopp's number two wasn't he at Dortmund for a while and he's obviously learnt from some of the best so it's just annoying that he's now Huddersfield boss but anyway <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about um, Chelsea they had a fun game with Watford finished 4-2 back and forth this one this is uh, more entertaining than Chelsea of last season they might not win as many games, but it's more fun to watch. They absolutely mugged Watford, yeah? <laughs> yes, they did. Or, or more accurately, Watford mugged themselves. Yeah, I mean, you can tell how like, the kind of relieved Conte was. He dived into the fans, didn't he, at the end? So. He did, yeah. <laughs> um, Marco Silva was very forthright in his um, in his interview after the game as well. Because mm. um, uh, he, he was asked if he was pleased by the um, performance, if not the result. Um, which is always a bit of a um, a difficult question for that manager because you as soon as you start answering that you're admitting that you're 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 of a lower stature and I suppose like just um, whether whether that's true or not mentally that's got to be bad for the team to hear things like that you never hear Mourinho saying things like that no no matter who he was managing 
Yeah, he didn't say that when he was Porto boss facing Man United and Real Madrid and stuff. He, you have that confidence in yourself, don't you, in your team? That yeah, exactly. Um, but they just Watford probably had six clear goal scoring opportunities. Took yeah. two of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, this game was almost literally down the middle in terms of all the stats, possession, uh, shots, corners, everything. The fourth goal obviously massively flattered Chelsea. Yeah, I don't know what I've difficult, but an absolute peach from Pedro. Yes, that was a great way to kick it off. That was a lovely finish. When a goal nearly hits both posts. Yes, <laughs> I'm always reminded of Darren Anderton. And on road against Sweden where he hit the left post and it flew across, hit the right post and then rolled across the line. Lovely. Lovely finish. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Man City, they continued their winning ways. They look kind of impervious this season. Uh, 3-0 against Burnley. It wasn't the thrashing that I predicted, Colin, but comfortable enough, wasn't it? Um, you say that. Um, I don't think Burnley would too bad. I, I think 3-0 probably flattered them a bit. Um, I'll just read you, Burnley... just, I'm just going to read you two stats from this game. Okay. Hell dear. Possession <laughs> uh, percentage, 78 Man City. Uh, shots on target, 10 for Man City, 0 for Burnley. That's just just two I'm going to point out there. But <laughs> Well, I mean, Burnley possibly could have had a penalty shout. I don't think it was. but They, they did well <sighs> at stifling them. They certainly got in amongst them and stopped them playing the way they've played recently. In a um, in a fresh new edition of Portmaster's a complete lunatic. <laughs> this um, has to be a joke now. This many <laughs> thoughts about being this wrong cannot be real. He has to, he has to be a character, doesn't he? Yeah. What, what, what but, has he said now? Well, so I was watching Soccer Saturday when I was cleaning my bathroom on Saturday because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm an adult now, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, he was talking about the penalty and um, he was saying about how it just wasn't, he was like, it wasn't a penalty, he's dived, da 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 So then I'm watching it on Match of the Day and I'm thinking, ah, oh, right. I see it from the first time and you see it from the angle and the angle's the one where it's from the the camera on the halfway line, the yeah. normal camera, and you think that's a long way out and I'm thinking, well, that looks like a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> and no angle since have I seen to tell me anything different, especially the one where and Bernardo Silva's ankle rolls underneath Pope. <laughs> How said, can someone be so insistent that something isn't something that it clearly is? He is a, he is a comedy character at this point. To, to, to be fair, I was watching the equivalent of Soccer Saturday, whatever it's called, on the BBC. No. Final score? Um, yeah, that's the one. Did you have Garth Crooks and Martin Keown? Um, no, even better than this. Uh, Jason Mohammed with... <laughs> Garth Crooks, obviously, obviously, and Danny Mills. <laughs> oh, some quality thinking here. Oh yeah, yeah. But they they thought it was uh, they they disagreed with the penalty as well. <laughs> of course they did. So so <laughs> I I mean I don't know what to say. I mean he made a bit of a meal of it, didn't he? He did. But I yeah, like, it was a penalty. I like Dosh's comments after the game. If I kicked my kid in the garden, I don't think they'd fall like that. <laughs> Insight into Sean Dosh's world there outside of football. I reckon he does kick his kids in the garden as well. He does. <laughs> I, I mean, I reckon that's probably hideously slanderous. <laughs> It'll never hear this. It's fine. <laughs> Come here, I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> 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 
So City, City are flying and City are playing. It, it, it'd be wrong to kind of compare them to that Barcelona team, but you can see similarities, can't you, Adam? There's, there's lots of... He's setting them up in almost exactly the same way and his comments in the week about him wanting De Bruyne to become his new Messi, you can see that he's got that kind of free role almost. Um, yes, and on Match of Day as well, they talked about... Um, they showed a stat uh, ranking teams um, with the highest average passes per game. Right. Um, and this man, this season's Man City team is a, a hundred passes ahead of the next team. Jesus Christ! Averaging over seven hundred passes a game. Oof. Yeah, that is Barcelona stats, isn't it? I mean, there's only ninety minutes in a game. Yeah. <laughs> there's some clubs in the football league who don't manage that in a season. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm putting it out there that I think that um, Man City are just going to be top of the league from now on. Yeah. I can't really That's it. That. Title's done. Yeah. Can, I, can I put my side of the story? Liverpool. <laughs> Leicester. <laughs> no. Go on, go on. I, Guardiola isn't everything he makes out. Right? That's the first thing. Hear me out. Right? He's fortunate because of the quality of players he's got. Right? I mean, De Bruyne's just hit form... Um, obviously Aguero's back yeah. brilliant I think he's a, a lucky manager right okay hear me out okay <laughs> I if I was a Manchester City fan I think Manchester City fans might agree with me they certainly would not be saying it's cut and dried I'll tell you now Manchester City aren't winning the Premier League this year mm, controversial he, he is a bit lucky in the teams that he's managed but he's also worked hard to become the manager of those clubs and this team is fairly similar to teams that Pellegrini had at Man City and he didn't get them playing like this they were playing very two defensive midfielders and very boring football there's a level above what City fans have witnessed before I think once you win a treble I think you make made your own luck <laughs> yeah. also Guerrero scored his 177th goal for Man City yeah they made such a big deal out of that it's not lot. really an impressive no. It's not loads, is it? It's not bad, though. It's yeah. the record, isn't it? They brought yeah, well, Eric Brooks' total. And these are... It's a joint, yeah, joint record. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Newcastle beat Crystal Palace. 1-0. Not much to talk about. Late goal. Newcastle flying, though. Oh, Newcastle fans over the moon with a new chairman, hopefully soon. A new owner. One of the richest women in the world, or in the UK, I think. Oprah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine going from Mike Ashley to Oprah. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, Bournemouth beat Stoke. Stoke's dreadful season continues. Um, good to Bournemouth finally getting motoring. They're, they're, they're still below, they're still in the bottom three, but they're, they're kind of getting a bit of stuff going now. Another manager teetering on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leicester, they've got a, a standard manager now after Craig Shakespeare was released from his duties. Um, Michael Apton, I think, Colin has taken over, hasn't he? As a stand-in, is he? Yeah, and you can't, you can't, you know, he's he's only been there for one game and and they've won. Looked mm. a lot better. Uh, next game, of course, is Carabao Cup um, at home against Leeds United. And get battered by Leeds. Um, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm not sure. I mean, and I put this in our. We have a little private chat to all the listeners between between the guys and. 
um, I asked, is Michael Appleton a good manager? Because he's done good things in the past. And, and Greg said that he, he did think he was. I mean, Leicester have given, you know, a guy, you know, who was sort of under the radar and Craig Shakespeare a, a chance. Mm. Maybe they'll give Michael Appleton. I mean, Michael Appleton's achieved more as a manager than Shakespeare has, hasn't he? He did He did well with Oxford. Um, mm-hmm. He was Pompey boss when no one could have succeeded when they were Pompey boss in that late Premier League uh, era for them when they were selling off players weekly. So he's done, he's done all right in the lower leagues and he's, he's had a good footballing... Um, well, he learned from the best, really. He was part of that Man United youth team and retired early, so... He does also look like Lord Voldemort, though. So that he doesn't crazy. look like a manager, though, does he? <laughs> no, he looks like a coach. He's definitely a coach. He looks like he could batter you. Yeah, he looks <laughs> pretty terrifying. There is a picture of him when he was Pompey Boss on the sidelines, the shaved head, looking full-on Voldemort. So that's always a worry. You never know. <laughs> Just don't say it three times, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, Saints beat West Brom, 1-0. Uh, another late goal. Just having a, a kind of a Saints season, aren't they? They're just doing what's sli- expected of them. A slightly underwhelming Saint season. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really not scoring a lot of goals, not really getting battered, just mid table. Minus one goal difference. It's kind of a yeah, that'll do, I suppose, if you're a Saints fan. What's what are your expectations above that really? Uh West Brom never had a starting to slip down the table and they've got goalkeeper issues. Uh Ben Foster injured himself playing with his child, I think, in his garden. <laughs> Have I got that right? I've confused that with Sean Dyche. Was Sean Dyche there? <laughs> Sean Dyche is going around the country kicking other people's kids and goalkeepers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ben Foster did play, but it wasn't enough to get West Brom a win. So there we go. After game week nine in the Premier League, Man City are top. Crystal Palace are still bottom. We've missed. We, we, have, missed, we have missed two games there, Ross. Oh, we haven't, haven't we? Yeah, there was another game today, wasn't there? Yeah, probably the game of the game of the weekend. No, I don't watch Tottenham. Uh, they they uh, beat Liverpool four one. It, it was a great game. Tottenham are good. Kane scored two. Son scored one. Ali got one. Salah with the goal for Liverpool. Tottenham are good. Yeah. It's a nice big statement win for them at Wembley, isn't it? They gave Maradona a shirt. Weird. Yeah, that was weird. What's that all about? <laughs> I think, I, mean, I think he's Pochettino's hero. Ah, oh, right, okay, yeah, makes sense, I suppose. I was just going to say that um, before the start of the season, we all gave our predictions, didn't we, Ross? Yes. That you were going to open right at the end. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just saying, just saying. <laughs> mm. Just saying you had Spurs to finish fourth. <laughs> well, well, this win does... <laughs> this, win has the, this win has them up to third, level with Man United on points. Yeah. Um, can I just mention something? And, and I think this is interesting for the listeners as well, because I'd be interested to see or hear what the, the listeners say to this. We had a private chat about the Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Um, the only English player, I think, in the list was Harry Kane. Um, yeah. There was obviously a few Premier League players in there, one of which was Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, Kevin De Bruyne, I thought, and I got roundly poo-pooed. <laughs> Obviously, the the, the, um, the big acts are always there, you know, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Harry Kane is the best striker on the planet right now, isn't he? 
He's got to be. Agreed, yeah. Still, Does yeah. he have a chance of winning it? That's not the Ballon d'Or's voted for, though, is it? Well, no, but I just wanted to hear you agree with that, Ross. Because it's going yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to... There's, there's still multiple strikers I'd take over Harry Kane if I was a manager. Multiple. Seriously? Lewandowski, Ronaldo, just to name just two. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> I, I think the nicest thing, then, I think obviously that that's, comes down to opinion. The, the thing that's very fair to say is he's definitely in that conversation. Yeah, he's very good at scoring goals. But when you're the, the focus of a team, that's quite easy to do. But yeah. And the captain of his country. Yeah, that means nothing. Well, fair enough. He's not up against um, a huge amount of competition at the moment, is he? Yeah, those two 1-0 wins against Lithuania and whoever else we played last last month. Really gonna, he's going to definitely add them to his CV as captain of those two, 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 those two games. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's oh, West Ham. They played on Friday, didn't they? They did, yeah. Got battered at home. <laughs> to <The> Brighton. <laughs> Joe Hart had a clanger. I didn't watch it at work, but I'm assuming Joe Hart had a bit of a regular Joe Hart <laughs> game, it seems, these days. I'm liking to, I, I like the idea that you're just assuming that's what happened as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just fucked up, yeah? Obviously. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll stick up for, for Joe Hart here. I mean, I think if you single out Joe Hart as one of the reasons why West Ham are doing badly, then he's not alone, is he? Well, no, the rest of the team is... It's just an easy target, well. I think. Yeah, it's always easy uh, for the keeper to look bad if he's making mistakes. It kind of deflects away from the rest of the team. Can I ask you guys a question, right? Because I presume that you're probably of the same thinking as me, that, again, like Koeman for Billich, it's a case of when, mm-hmm. not if. Us three... Well, let's say you two, um, I could be the chairman, right? We're in charge of West Ham, uh, Leicester and Everton. Okay, we can't duplicate the managers. Going to replace all of them. Well, Michael Appleton standing. Yeah. Who are they going to get? Who do you want to start with? West Ham. They're going to get Harry, Harry Redknapp back, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, probably not. But they're going to be in that mix for managers like Sean Dyche and maybe Brendan Rodgers could be tempted down from Scotland. Do you think? Do you not think that? Oh, I think. I think that West Ham have a uh, a and I, they have ideas above their station. I think they're. Yeah, someone like they Manchini, think they're definitely. I think they definitely think they're a bigger club than they are. Maybe Pellegrini. Yeah, he's the favourite, actually, yeah. Yeah, that's the least appealing job of all three to me. I think Rodgers is definitely worth a watch for any of these clubs, minus Everton. Yeah, because what else can he do, realistically, at Celtic? Just go yeah. the, the Scottish trouble every year. There's only so many times you can win the title unbeaten until you get bored. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Brendan Rodgers, probably, though. You just keep doing it for a Here's a random idea, and I think you're going to laugh, but it's just a thought. Gordon Strachan. <laughs> Correct. West Ham. Oh, sorry. Well, he, I mean, look, if they seem to have some sort of control issues, then I think he would come in there and maybe sort that out. I'm not saying he's going to take them to the 
you know, Champions League final. Of but... the, the of the the four teams that Sky Bet are offering next manager odds on Leicester, Everton, West Brom, West Ham, and Gillingham, um, Strachan very much falls into the Gillingham category for me. He's yeah, I can't see him getting a, a Premier League job. No. Well, come on then, guys. Come on, chop, 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 chop. You know, you're all full of good ideas and hot air, but who are we going to appoint? Oh, that's the best review I've got so far. Yeah. I want Rafa to be able to manager. Because I think he's, I think he's a good manager, and I think he could do a good job there. I mean, it'll sort his commute out. Yeah, exactly. He still lives in the area, doesn't he? Yeah. I think that's a that's a good fit, that one. Uh, West... It's never going to happen for no, us. It's not. West Ham, I think, might go for it. Would there be any swapsies? Would Cumin go to Villa? Uh, to, to Villa, crikey! Would would <laughs> would Cumin go to West Ham? West Ham are going to get Pardew, aren't they? Get bring him back, relive those glory days. No, I think they hate Pardew. <laughs> yeah, but Sullivan and Gold don't, do they? Oh, no. they love trolling their fans. They could definitely. Get we all know what they like. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, they want Tim Sherwood back. The Leicester one is the one that baffles me the most because I think that people <clears throat> treat Leicester with some in these grandiose terms that the club doesn't deserve yeah. because they're seen as being Premier Premier League champion or former Premier League champions recently, mm. which is fair enough. I completely get that, but this isn't like you're managing Man United after having not won the Premier League for two years. Yeah, you won. You're their shock Premier League. Champions, they were favourites to get relegated. Um, I think all of that tells you everything you'd expect from from them, and they they're treated like like they're going to get a manager of that sort of pedigree. When I think that what's going to happen is going to be more like the glaring glaring reality of their situation. I think it'd be I, a flashy just... name with a port, maybe someone like Klinsman, who's not really done it as a manager, but is still a kind of a flash name. I disagree with you a little bit there, Adam. Well, I disagree with you a lot on that. Because it's like, you know, you're saying Manchester United. I mean, when, when did Arsenal last win the title? When, when did Manchester United last win the title? Okay, but also, <laughs> Arsenal Arsenal have a 60,000-seater stadium based in London. Um, have played in the, in, Up until this season, I've played the Champions League every season for f- 15, 16 years. Yeah. Have, have players who could who were commanding transfer fees for £60 million. Pounds. Chris Coleman isn't 4-1 to one in the Arsenal next manager odds. Not even Ooh. in <laughs> <laughs> I steer clear of Chris Coleman, but I think he might end up somewhere. Let's just give all the jobs to Tim Sherwood. All of them at the same time? There's one man that can do it, Tim. Tactics Tim and his big gilets. I'm, I... Uh... I, in terms of the Everton manager, I'm worried. I don't know who we would get. I don't see the obvious option out there that excites me the same way that um, that for right, Ron Martinez did when we yeah. when we signed him. Um, Mark Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> available. Definitely available. <laughs> On a free. <laughs> And I would really like Marcus Silva. I don't see us getting him. I don't, I don't see him. I don't see him as being gettable. No. Watford are going to fight tooth and nail to keep hold of him, aren't they? 
and you wonder whether he would even want to go at this point where he's doing quite maybe he thinks ah oh, even even if i just get to the end of this the one season my stock's going to arise mm. even further yeah um there's sort of like and then there's people out there with massive um, on twitter as always who always gets spat around with massive massive ambition talking about Tuchel and Ancelotti <laughs> so basically guys what you're saying to me is we're gonna have a little bit of a tombola and just pull managers out of a hat yeah why not that should be done okay. at the start of every season for every team with a, with a tombola well they, 20 managers go in yeah <laughs> Steve Evans gets pulled out for Everton Pardew takes Chelsea <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> oh yeah, they're not the current Premier League managers either. It's just twenty random Premier League managers. Uh, oh Premier right, League. I see. Well, we could, why have twenty? You could have all of them in there. Oh yes. Mm. Um, you could have some left over. So Mourinho ends up unemployed. O'Leary takes over Man United. <laughs> Meanwhile, Guardiola's at Burnley. <laughs> oh, scenes. Let's just do it for one year. That was great. <laughs> just one season. See what happens. <clears throat> that might be my first football manager team project. I might try that. How are you going to do that? I can write some... draw managers and then just change them in the editor, I think. Going to write some code? To... <laughs> I'll find a way around it. Let's talk about some Football League football quickly before we finish. Um, Leeds, Colin, last time we were podcasted, I think we were on top of the table. We've had a bit of a bad run since then. Lost three in a row, I think, in the league. The wheels came off, according to some people. Um, the wheels are back on. The wheels are back on. At least three of them. Three goals from uh, Leeds yesterday in the way at Bristol City, who I didn't realise were actually above us in the table when we played them yesterday. Are they above you now? No. They are Jokes on now. them. Exactly. And so are Villa. Fuck off Villa getting in the playoff places. You're still below us. By and who headbutt? Was it three goals and a headbutt or three goals and getting headbutted? <laughs> three goals and very much a headbutt. Oh, there we go. Headbutt plus... Broken nose. Yes. My love package. for good Gaetano Berardi before this game couldn't have been any higher. Colin knows this. I routinely slagged off Charlie Taylor mm. in favour of Berardi last season. Charlie Taylor wouldn't have done this. If he has got stamped on, he'd be on the floor crying. He would not have got up and nutted someone in the face and broke their nose. Kind of Colin, that had to give you... Not not tingles, but a bit of it's a bit dirty Leeds, isn't it? You'd love to see this. It is no, no. It, it, this is exactly what Leeds needed because, um, you know, as you say, they, they entered a bit of a bad run of form. Three losses on the trot, and um, they were looking a bit, bit soft, a bit milky. Mm. They needed to like just dig in there a little bit, and um, the manager put in quite a bold formation. Four-three-three. Yeah. Um, the return of Ronaldo Vieira. Dropping points. Um, no Pontus Janssen, um, headbutt, a broken nose. <laughs> it's more like the good old days. And, um, it, you know, this is the... I think he's getting it. I think Christiansen's now getting how the championship works. You that, can be flash, but you also have to have a bit of fight in you as well. Yeah, basically, Bristol City, they're doing very well. Good team. They're above you at the moment. Yeah. But you've got to take it to them first. You've got to hit them hard, and you've got to hit them hard first. And in the past, with the likes of Millwall and Cardiff, they've hit us, and yeah. we've been shell-shocked. So maybe now it's sinking in a bit. Yeah, we're two um, up after 15 minutes, two goals, and Sammy Sayers was it seventh and eighth of the season, or eighth and ninth of the season. Not bad. But the thing is, to make it very clear, Bristol were good. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they were good. They weren't. They didn't really deserve it to be three nil. They're, they're a good team. They didn't get going. The, the two goals we definitely took the, got on the front foot and took over the game early. But yeah, after that we kind of settled back a little bit and it was all them running the game after that. But yeah, a, a third and a second half from a Lasaga header. Who my my dad my dad had spent the afternoon slagging off saying, "Oh, he never wins a bloody header." Goes and scores <laughs> a header. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we're still fourth. It's it's going all right. The the, the drama mongers on Twitter saying, "Oh, sack Christensen after three games, three losses in a row." That's how we've got in the situation and stayed in the mm. situation for the past fourteen years. That's not the method. You stick with a manager and let him build something. And our owner was there yesterday and seemingly loving it as well. And so, and so he should. I mean, the, the the one thing I would add as well, I don't know if anyone's had the opportunity to see the, an Instagram video was taken of the Leeds flight. I'm not entirely sure why they had a flight. Flight from Bristol back to Leeds Bradford Airport. Yeah, this is Hadi Sacco. His Snapchat, if you're not, even if you're not a Leeds fan, get on it because he is a loon and he gives you a lot of inside inside looks into what um, football's really like off the pitch. Not really a great footballer, no, but brilliant so. on social media. Um <laughs> It can run fast, mm. um, but the, the basically, I mean, who in their right mind books a flight during Hurricane Brian, <laughs> right, to take you into Leeds Bradford Airport? And if anyone's ever landed in Leeds Bradford Airport, you'll know there's one thing about it: mm. it gets affected by wind very yes, badly. It's very open, right? It's very open, very high, right? And some of the players on there were like shitting themselves, and. Um, <laughs> At the end, they give like a, a massive cheer when they landed, you know, in a sort of in the way that you do when you get like a Ryanair flight that lands on time, you know. <laughs> and um, I was thinking, just get a bus, guys. You know, there's a storm. Well, they, had, um, they, had, they, had to get, they had to get back though, because Brady, after his uh, early dismissal, was leading out Josh Warrington to the wing uh, at the boxing last night. Well, yeah. They had to get him back. I'm guessing if if he wants something, they're not going to argue with him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elsewhere in the championship, Villa beat Fulham 2-1. Bolton scored a goal. It's been a rarity this season. Sunderland continued to come from behind against Brentford, finished 3-3 that one. They're in the bottom three. I want Simon Grayson to do well, but I don't want Sunderland to do well. So it's an awful, tricky situation I've got myself into there. Uh, Millwall won, maybe Birmingham. And Wolves again. A late winner against Preston. Wolves at the top of the table mm. and fly it at the minute. And Sheffield they United. They look great. Sheffield United are in third. They could, they do a, could they do a Norwich or a Southampton? They could. Because Billy Sharp just knows how to score goals in this league and that's all you need, a really good goal scorer and they've got one in him. If only we had someone like Billy Sharp before, Colin. No. Mm. <laughs> if only we'd not sold him for less than his market value to Sheffield United. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think as well, you know, kudos to Chris Wilder, who I think is an excellent manager. Great job. And, um, he's doing great stuff. And uh, I mean, Sheff- beat Yapstam as well. Shut him up. Sheffield United have been down in the dumps for far too long, mm. right? And you know, fair play to them, and I like it, just because the fact that they're above Sheffield Wednesday, which <laughs> they'll love no end. They're, they're down 16th currently, 
and I think uh, Carlos Carvalho could soon be shown the door as well because that was not the plan for the season I think the season was promotion and uh, it's a long way to go at the minute He's not been well liked for a while has he? No, did you see him Sheffield. ripping up some money the other day or folding up his screwing up 20, 20 pound notes Did he? Yeah, that's, in a press conference before a game That's not, You're in Sheffield mate, that ain't going to go down well That's 20 no. quid I was going to say. <laughs> it's a month from I'll drive up payment. there to get it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's that's the end of the podcast, gents. Because <laughs> it's over. Time. We're done. It's over. We're done. We're, we're back. We'll be back for the next couple of weeks. We're going to have uh, a new host with us um, for a couple of weeks. See how he gets on. Uh, you can, of course, hear Extra Time every Thursday or Friday or Saturday whenever Chris and the guys edit it and get it out to you. But it's, it's pretty good, especially if Ryan continues his, his run of... Um, Colin-esque games that he's been playing. Have you listened to those, Colin? I have, and I tell you what, I am completely team quiz <laughs> with Ryan. Um, the the grief he's getting is unbelievable. I've I've heard. Okay, a little bit like me, he got a few facts wrong. I mean, the answers but, were factually incorrect. Right? But yeah. no one had a go at Jeremy Paxman on University Challenge. You just accept it as read, right? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, the fact um, it's wrong, skip over that. <coughs> but, yeah, no, I love a quiz. You know me. Um, yeah. So, it's yeah, I'm with you, Ryan. I'm with you. <laughs> Team Ryan. Keep it up. Team Genesis. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll be back on uh, the weekend. We'll be back next uh, next Monday, Sunday, um, sometime around there. If you want to hear me and Adam talk NFL, check out the Pedestrian Podcast this week uh, on Patreon. And so you mean you, what you actually mean is pay you and shh, then listen. Shh. Just go to patreon.com forward slash pedestrian podcast and just do what is required to hear the podcast from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, chaps, where can they find you on Twitter? Colin, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Cass707. And Adam? Adam, I say 101. And I'm at Rossbow1984. We are a collective at Man on the Post. Until next week, gentlemen, it's goodbye from me, it's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And goodbye from Adam. See you later. And always remember to have your man on the post. (laughs) 